Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kits. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, right-hand gal, and co-host on the show. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. And we are off to the races with today's episode. First up, we have a very appealing challenge in our pressing questions segment. Followed by a story of someone who is misunderstood in our wildcard. Wahoo! What a way to end the week, Bolly! Hey, Molly, I'll race you to the theme song. Race me? How? Isn't it just going to s- Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. I really don't know what's going to win right now. Mystery Recipe. Did you? Felt like a tie to me. Molly, I am feeling very competitive today. I can tell. Want to see who can do a lap around the studio the fastest? Not really. Ready, set, go! I won again! (laughs) That time you did win. You barely even moved, Molly! Mitzi, maybe we should let everyone know why you're feeling so competitive today. Yes! Today, for our Pressing Questions segment, we have a race! That's right. Pressing Questions, listeners, is a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Every week, we go through our emails and voicemails and find a question that we can conduct a science experiment to answer, and then I will call up a kid recipe tester to try it out. Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of the experiment in our episode. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate this science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. I'll go through everything you send us. We're so excited to hear from you. Ah! All right. Should we get started with today's question? Ready when you are. Let's hear it. I've heard there are multiple ways to peel garlic. Some people smush them and some people put them in a jar and shake them. Which way of peeling garlic is faster? That was Nico and Teo from Boston. So, naturally, we get a question like this, and we decide to stage an epic throwdown ultimate face-off peel challenge. I don't know how epic it will be, but you're right. That's exactly what we did. Listeners, if you'd like to try this experiment at home, here's what you'll need. 20 cloves of garlic, one jar with a lid, and one bowl or measuring cup to use for crushing. I called up Nico and Teo to help us with today's experiment. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you both doing? Good. Good. (laughs) Good. I'm glad to hear it. So today we are going to find out which way of peeling garlic will be the fastest. The two methods we'll be testing are crushing and shaking. 
We'll have one of you use a measuring cup or bowl to crush the garlic one clove at a time and then pull the peel off. And the other will use the shake method. That will mean putting the garlic cloves in a jar and shaking them up until the peels get knocked off. But before we get started, let's make a prediction. Which method do you guys think will be the most effective? Smashing. Uh, Smashing. You think smashing will be the fastest. And why do you think that? Smashing would be the fastest, maybe because I don't, I just don't know how uh, it would work in a, uh, in like shaking it in a jar. Okay. Let's use a coin toss to decide who will test which method. Obviously, we're going to have a race. Nico will flip the coin, and if you get heads, you are going to be the crusher, and if you get tails, you're going to be the shaker. Okay. Please get tails. 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 All right. So, Nico, you are the shaker, and Teo, you are the crusher. I'm happy being the shaker. Teo is probably more natural at at crushing. (laughs) He crushes, like, everything. (laughs) Okay. So you you each have 10 cloves of garlic there. So whoever can get all 10 cloves peeled first is our winner. Are you guys ready to give it a try? Yeah. Yeah. On your mark, get set, go. Go. Yes, Molly, this is so exciting. Look at them go. Crush, Teo, crush, shake, Nico, shake. Well, while these two finish peeling all 10 cloves, we have time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Go, team, go! You're both doing amazing, but someone's got to win. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. One of my favorite things about Kroger is all their delicious Kroger-branded products called Our Brands. They have everything from ice cream to produce to pet food. And these are products you can only find at the Kroger family of stores. Kroger stands behind each and every one of them with their quality guarantee. If you're not delighted, let them know and they'll make it right with a replacement or refund. Our brands make shopping easy, delicious, and affordable. So check out these fresh ingredients and seasonal favorites on your next trip to the grocery store or by heading to Kroger.com. Hey, Chad. Hey, Molly. How much do you know about our sponsor, Automat Tomato Sauce? I know that it's delicious, and there are no added sugars or preservatives, and that it's packed with 10 organic veggies. I also know that Automat is tomato spelled backwards. That is right. So we're going to have some fun, and I'm going to spell some of the veggies that are in this delicious Automat sauce backwards, and you have to guess what they are. Okay. O-T-A-T-O-P-T-E-E-W-S. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's sweet potato. Okay, this one, real fast. T-O-R-R-A-C. Carrot. They put all of this in a tomato sauce. Okay, we're going to do one more. N-O-I-N-O-T-E-E-W-S. N-O-I-N-O. Oh, onion. Sweet onion? Sweet onion. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it makes that sauce especially delicious. All right, I have I have one more for you, Chad. Okay. O-T-A-M-O-T. That is Automat. 
Automat, that's tomato spelled backwards, is available nationwide at Whole Foods, Sprouts, and lots of other retailers. Visit their website to find a store near you or order direct and use code ATKKIDS for 25% off your first order at automatfoods.com. It sure is exhausting being a spectator. I'd never realize how tiring it could be to root for both sides at once. Ugh, it was like my team was always winning and also always losing. It kind of takes a lot out of you. Um, why don't you go get some water while I check back in with Nico and Teo to find out the results? Yeah, good idea, Molly. I'll race you to the water fountain. Sorry, Mitzi. I have to finish the segment. All right, well, I bet I can get to the water fountain and back before you finish pressing questions. Three, two, one, go! How's it going over there, guys? What's happening? Um, uh, four have been peeled for me. Oh. Nice. How did the shaking work? Uh, I basically shaked it, like, up and down and then side to side. Yeah, and it, and it seemed to be working to get the peels off? Yeah. But you're going in for a second round? Yeah. Teo, how's it going over there? Not very well. I really don't know what's going to win right now. There's a really garlicky smell coming. Smells good. Oh, this one's already Ten. Ten. All right. All right. So, can you guys tell me what were the results of your race? Uh, shaking was more, shaking like with a lid on was more effective than smushing. And it won 10 to 7. Amazing. So we know which peeling method was faster, but faster isn't always better when it comes to cooking. So, guys, the next thing I want to do is compare how strongly the two methods of garlic peeling smells like. So you have your two piles of peeled garlic over there, right? The the smushed garlic and the, the shaken garlic. Yeah, so put them in two different bowls, and then we can smell them. Why don't we start with the garlic that was shaken? So do you guys both want to sniff the shaken garlic and tell me what it smells like? It smells like it garlic. Smells like- I feel like there could be a stronger smell. All right, well, so on a scale of one to five, one being weak and five being strong, how strong does that garlic smell? I'll say two. Uh, about a three for me. A three? All right. Now let's look at the other bowl of garlic that was smushed, and you guys smell that one. Oh, my God. I'm going to be about to fall. That smells so strong to me. So, Teo, that one smelled even stronger to you. Much more. Okay. I might even Interesting. give it a five. Do you have any guesses why that might be? Uh, because, uh, no. What about you, Nico? Why do you think uh, smushed garlic might smell stronger than shaken garlic? Um, it might have something to do with, um, that, like, when I was shaking, there was a lid. Good guess. It all has to do with where the flavor of garlic comes from. The intense flavor of garlic only forms after the garlic cells are broken, through crushing, chopping, and chewing. That's because the garlicky flavor we know and love starts with a chemical called allicin. 
Allicin doesn't really exist in a whole, untouched clove of garlic. It's made when two chemicals inside a garlic clove combine, which only happens when you crush the clove of garlic, breaking some of its cells and releasing these chemicals. This is why the crushed garlic smells stronger. More allicin has been made, meaning more garlic flavor develops. The garlic cloves you peeled by shaking didn't have many of their cells broken, so they didn't form as much allicin. I win. Got to the water fountain and back before. Uh, Are you done? Just finished. Sorry, Mitzi. (laughs) That was the most amazing garlic race I've ever seen. Thank you guys so much for doing this experiment with us. Thank you. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. And listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, remember to tell us how it went. Grown-ups, you can reach us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. Oh, thank goodness all this competition stuff is over. I think it brings out a different side of me, Bolly. I really should apologize. Sorry. Uh, glad to be back to my usual niceness. Should we hug it out? Let's hug it out. I'd like to hug. Aw, oh, don't worry, Mitzi. No hard feelings at all. In fact, being back to your niceness is the perfect segue to our next segment. Oh! It is? Uh, Then it must be time for our wild card. That's right. Each week we like to end things with something a little wacky in our wild card. Today we have the story of Vincent the Vampire. Once upon a time, there was a boy who lived with his pet bat, his very old aunt, and his very, very old great aunt. Excuse me. What who you're calling very, very old there? Uh, right, sorry. Anyways. But this boy was really not so much a boy. He was a vampire. He was also me. Hi, I am that boy. That's right. I, Vincent D. Shrek, am a living, breathing vampire. But things aren't all moonlight and cloudy skies for me. You see, I just started a new school, and the other kids haven't exactly rolled out the welcome coffin. But all that... They have a welcome coffin? How come we don't have a welcome coffin? Greta, can we get a welcome coffin? I didn't mean literally, Aunt Lucy. (laughs) But all that changes today, because my first friend at my new school is coming over. In ten minutes. So that we can scare the life out of him? To join us for dinner, Lucy. Vincent and I have been cooking for the past hour, and this new friend is to help us with the finishing touches. Thank you, Great Aunt Greta. John is the only one who didn't run away screaming when Batty the Bat flew in during batting practice the other night, and I'm not going to scare him away tonight. Well, dear, it was batting practice, as in baseball, not, you know, training pet bats. <laughs> Batty, you didn't tell me that the coach tried to hide in the dugout. <laughs> it was an honest mistake. Look, what I'm trying to get at is that I'd really appreciate it if you two could just be normal tonight. 
please us normal or puny human normal? Because normally, I take this as an opportunity to convince unsuspecting town folk that we're ageless monsters that threaten the very fabric of their existence. For me, that's normal. Lucy, hush. Vincent, we will do our very best to behave as normally as any vampire ever does. <laughs> oh no, he's here. Just their normal, not your normal. Be boring. My two boring vampire ants. Got it? Uh, hey Vince. Uh, thanks for having me over. Hey man, how's it hanging? Upside down, like a bat at night? Cool, cool, cool. That's uh, a vampire saying, because we like bats and they sleep upside down. Uh, yep, anyways, moving on. Welcome to my humble abode. Uh, my house? Don't know why I said that. These are my two aunts, Lucy and Greta. If you'll just step right past them, no need to chat. Ooh, John, are you afraid to be among the undead? Ignore her, Jonathan. We're very much alive. <laughs> you may call me Greta. That creature is Lucy. Cool. Nice to meet you, Greta and Lucy. Thanks for having me over. My name is just John, though, not Jonathan. John, it is then, dear. I'm heading into the kitchen to finish up dinner. Lucy, come help me. Ooh, John, would you like brains for supper? It's just pasta with tomato sauce. Aunt Lucy, be normal. Why are we all talking this way? Also, Lucy, aren't you confusing vampires with zombies? Well, you don't scare easily. Away to the kitchen, I fly! Uh, uh... Did she just... Swirl her scarf around and run away really fast, trying to trick you into thinking she flew away? Yes. Yes, she did. Got it. Of all the strange things I've ever seen in this house, and living with Aunt Lucy, I've seen some strange things, John's reaction to my aunts was the most strange. He didn't seem scared or weirded out at all. I was starting to think that everything would turn out fine, until we heard a loud crash in the kitchen. John and I ran in, where we saw Aunt Lucy and Great Aunt Greta on the floor, surrounded by heaps of garlic. I was in shock, but John sprung into action. Don't worry, I'll protect you. Protect me? Ha! Great Aunt Greta stood up and reached to pick up some garlic herself, when John dove in front of her, batting the garlic from her hand. No! I beg your pardon. I'm sorry, Greta. I had to. I know that vampires and garlic don't mix, and I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for trying to protect me, dear. How very sweet of you. But garlic doesn't actually bother vampires. In fact... We used a great deal of garlic in our sauce for tonight's supper. We love garlic. Oof, Aunt Lucy, I can smell how much you love it from here. My garlic breath helps me ward off humans. Lucy, care to explain how you made this mess? 
I was trying to hide in the closet so that when John came into the kitchen, he'd think Batty the Bat was me. Well, I thought it might trick him, Batty. Oh, you know what, Lucy? I think you're very scary. And I totally thought you flew out of the other room just now. Really? You did? Ha <laughs> ha, what did I tell you, Auntie? What did I tell you, Vincent? I am a fearsome vampire. <laughs> Thank you, John. No problem. Fearsomely stinky. Seriously, Aunt Lucy. Breath mint. Gather the garlic, Lucy. Vincent and Jonathan, will you please finish setting the table? Set out the pitcher of blood orange juice, the plates and such. And so things turned out pretty okay. I had been so worried about how I thought John would react to my family that I tried to get them to change. But of course, that wasn't going to work. There is no hiding someone as wonderfully herself as my Aunt Lucy. And I have a feeling my great-aunt Greta knew how this whole thing was going to play out from the beginning. I am very, very old, after all. I happen to have seen a thing or two because of it. So, yeah, John thought my weird vampire family were pretty cool just the way we are. And that, it turns out, is what friendship is all about. story was written by our very own Katie O'Hara. Great job, Katie. That story was so scary and so good. I loved it so much. Do you want a hug? I'll give you a hug. Well, that means we've come to the end of Garlic Week, a.k.a. Spooky Recipe, a.k.a. Super Competitive Racing Week, a.k.a. Katie O'Hara's Wonderful Story Week. That's right. And what a week it was. We learned all about depth of flavor and why elephant garlic is called elephant garlic and the different ways to peel garlic. We'll be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about cinnamon, vegetable oil, and garlic. Huh, now that I'm saying it, kind of an odd trio. Well, you'll have to tune in next week to find out what our next ingredient will be. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. It's a great way to support our show. Or you can give us a review if you want. Again, no pressure. Until next time, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a chocolate croissant. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is Eggs Benedict. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a breakfast burrito. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik and Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. They are two eggs over easy with a side of corned beef hash. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a Pop-Tart. Our post-production supervisor is Jen Margolis. She's French toast. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is also an omelet. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's two double lattes. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a blueberry pancake. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, 
Executive Food Editor Susanna McFerrin. Senior Editors Afton Cyrus and Ali Velez Aldifer. Test Cooks Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin. Assistant Editors Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger. And Assistant Test Cook Kristen Bango. Katie O'Hara was a contributing writer on this episode. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Calvin Joyle, Aaron Marshall-Bob, and Ali Velez-Aldifer. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and the National Mango Board. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. I don't know if being competitive is really for me, Molly. It really stressed me out today. I think you might be right, Mitzi, but that's okay. You don't have to... You don't always have to be... Mitzi, first one to take a nap wins. Ah, you win. Keep on cooking. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.